Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash IMTV. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to another episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Yo, what's up, everybody? So, obviously, craziness is happening all around us. Mm-hmm. That's just how life is now. Yep. 2020. Wah, wah, wah. Um, <laughs> no, but um, at least, you know, we're seeing some change, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry to get political, guys. This is our political podcast. Yeah, Politicast. I think that's already a... Um, <laughs> Politicast for... People of color. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but as 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 many negative things as we're seeing, as any as as all this atrocious shit we're seeing, as this stupid outlook conservatives conservatives keep having, we're seeing. At least we're seeing some change. Yeah. One of the positives, everyone's like, "Hey, you know these dumbass statues that we don't like? Yeah, let's just fucking tear them down." Yeah. Good. That's what I. That's why I've been saying like the. It's like that's what they when back with um the Ferguson riots when they were trying to do that it's like they but they were still like hesitant to do it like they would do it but then they wouldn't do it sometimes yeah. and then people would be like oh well that's my heritage and then I I feel like in the last when was that that was what four years ago five years god damn like, in that span that span of time it's like dang we've changed so much but also very little you will and very little. <laughs> Um, that it's like this time we're not taking it. I love that the military bases, I mean, they never should have had Confederate or no, not, not, not Confederate traitors on their, um, military base. Yeah. They should never have, have had statues to people who come, who came across the sea that colonizers, that's what they're called. Uh, and then they basically killed indigenous people. They raped them and, and then they made them slaves. And, and then they made their call. They were like, you can't have your culture. You got to have our culture. And it's like, but we put statues to that person. But it's just, yeah, it's like, fine. It's like, good. Like, it's ridiculous that, like, these statues exist. Because it's all part of, like, that whole um, era when, like, the South was trying to be like, oh, it's the lost cause, guys. Like, oh, it wasn't about uh, slavery. It was about states' rights. They were just trying to change the narrative. And it's like, yeah. But that's not what it's like. Well, what was the state's right to do? Why? Oh, uh, own slaves. So it was about slavery. But that's secondary. What's funny is that like they're they're getting all mad about like defund the. Oh, so you don't want the police anymore? It's like no one said. No one even said that. It's <laughs> no, except for my friends. Like I, I, I said yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Uh, although it's like yeah, I think most people are saying that, but. <clears throat> But they're conflating, like, defund with, um, like, no more. And I like that Minneapolis is like, well, we're just going to dissolve the police and we're going to make our make a new whole, a whole new thing. Which, I was watching John Oliver. Did you watch, the like, his, uh, his newest uh, Last Week Tonight? It was all about, like, the police. And they did that before back in, I don't remember, he said, in... I forgot where it was, but they basically dissolved their police department and they made everyone reapply. And basically what they did was they just weeded out all the people that were like, oh, oh, you did this. You did that before. Oh, yeah, you're not hired back. And they they said that that helped to, like, reduce, like, the number they, they of. They don't like, say. Yeah, I know. Well, so. I think, like, honestly, idealistic idea of it is. There's no more police. There's no more ICE. The government doesn't have any foot soldiers, really, to yeah. to, to put us down, mm. whatever, right? Yeah. But I think what really is going to come out of it is, yeah, it's exactly what you... what. If anything is going to come out of it, which I hope it is, is it's going to be a reforming of what we consider a police officer. Yeah. It's going to be something, yeah, like that, where they're like, hey, you can't have any infractions. Like we have to do, you know, we're gonna have to do more training. Well, you know, we're yeah. gonna have to, we're gonna have to issue like non, 
non quote unquote non lethal stuff like within whatever you know what I mean? They're well, gonna they be like stuff like that. And they should start first. classifying like rubber bullets as lethal. Like the, they are lethal. Yeah, and and I think like that's the reform we're gonna talk about though, right? We're gonna talk about how oh, a cop can't just murder someone and be like, Okay, you're on paid leave till whatever and disposal. Oh, vacation? It. Cool. Thanks. It's more it's more gonna be like, hey, if you pull that trigger there's a good chance you're going to lose that job. Yeah. Unless um, otherwise. Yeah. I think that's the that's that's the change I think we're actually going to get. But, yeah, this whole defund the policing is open. It's cool because it is actually opening conversation of, like, you realize how much money we actually... I mean, we talked about... I think we talked about it on here where my, my police station, whatever, the one who just watches this res which is a pretty big res but it's not huge right yeah. they literally have a fucking tank and like all of this riot gear why you guys need this stuff yeah you need to spend money and, and and then there's been a couple of times where there have literally been places so small that they don't even know how to spend money yeah They're like well we got to cut your budget then because obviously you don't need it and it's like but that those two things don't work the same. Like, yeah. What are you talking that, about? That, well, see, and what's funny is that Obama got rid of that, right? During I think during his last couple years of term, uh, as president, uh, and then Donald Trump brought it back because, of course, he did. Because, of course, anything that anything Donald, he did, he has to reverse everything that Obama did. Because it's like, yeah, why do they oh, need to take? Oh, wait, that makes sense now. See, America wasn't racist anymore, oh. but Donald Trump was like. We got to bring racism back. That's right. Dude, we can't let Obama win. Mm. See, Dom, we've been, oh, my God. We've been, going we've been looking at this all wrong. Um, but, yeah, and it's, like, it's so ridiculous that, like, yeah, if you just move them, like, if you just have, like, it's the same thing with, like, our military budget. If you halved our military budget, we would still be spending more money than everyone else. Yeah. And it's, like... Think about where all that money could go to, like, go towards. Like, we could actually, like, improve education. We can improve, like, our, like, our crumbling infrastructure. Like, that's, that's literally what they're saying with defund the police. That's, is like, that's one thing, too. In- Wait, that's one thing, too, is that when people say that, they're automatically like, oh, so what? You're just like, you're not going to pay our troops. You're not whatever. And it's like, you don't understand where our to- money goes. Yeah. Because, first of all, our troops aren't even that well paid yeah. because some people who literally go into uh, listed service because like, hey, this is the only way I could pay for school. Then sometimes they're the ones who are getting fucked because of it. Yeah. And so it's like that money can still be divided up between all that. It would just force then then your your beef would be between the military and its its servicemen because then you would have to have a problem with, hey, how come how come, you know, my friend or my dad, like all of a sudden, like you, you can't do this or you're cutting back on this. And it's like, but then you guys bought like 80 new tanks. Yeah. That's your problem. What we're talking about is like, yeah, the fact that Arizona is still trying to cut uh, education when we're ready, like in last 40, place. Yeah. We're already like 48th or 49th or something. Right? Yeah. Well, it's what's stupid is that it's because. Conservatives who are, I'm going to say 99.99% white, are they're just so scared that like people of color can have rights. So they're like, we need to make sure that they can. And that's our priority. And that's what they want the police for. Yeah. And the, and it's it's crazy because it's like when you look back at like everything the police has been about and for, it's like, yeah, it's just to keep people of color from advancing. Honestly, like, there's a, a video that um, John Oliver ends with that from the, the about, from a point of view of a protester, um, she's saying, she's basically giving a speech about, like, why, what, like, she basically explains what is going on and, like, and, like, why they're protesting. And it's, like, the most, like, he, like, ends it with that without, like, giving any commentary. That's how he ends it, because he's like, I, and I, like I'm, I'm white, so why are you going to listen to me? But at least, like, listen to, the, listen to them. Like, if you, if you hear what their concerns are, like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it, it makes you, like, literally want to sit there and, like, 
like cry because you're like, but are but, you serious? Like this is how America works. But Dom, I I did listen to them. Um, I posted a video about Candace Owen explaining all this stuff. Oh my god! So don't you know even get I'm me right. started on Candace. Owen. Yeah, honestly though, it, it's it's just like as shitty as this thing is. At least we're getting something. Yeah. Even if it's little, even if it's slowly it, moving. It, like the fact that so so far people haven't given up gives me hope that we actually will see some real and, change. And what I think is uh, um, also to that point, it's not just like a couple of like celebrities like coming out of them. You get like a bunch of celebrities who are against it. It's like no, everyone's hardcore. Like even like. Like, you know, like, like last time, last time with Ferguson, there were people who were still like, oh, I don't know if I could support them. Uh, I don't know if I could oh, support yeah. Black Lives Matter. No, yeah, because yeah. they're like, well, because they show some violence and yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can. And do it's that. like, I think we finally got to the point where it's like with Vietnam, where we were seeing like troops, like killing, like innocent civilians. It's like, oh, it finally took till 2020 for us to see that police are the instigators in all of this. Weird. Weird. Yeah, I saw uh I saw a headline that was like it was talking about like certain incidents and then it's like how can or are are people starting to realize or something about like our eyes opening about like police brutality and it's like yeah, because there's fucking video of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's they can't not hide just, anymore. Yeah, you can't just make it up and say like Oh, I, oh, you you could just say that a cop, you know, did this or whatever, right? But if you had video of a cop literally doing something, and then it's like, oh yeah, but see, that's also the problem too, is that we've had video forever, mm-hmm. but people just t- don't want to either pay attention to it or they want to just like, yeah, well, cops' jobs are hard. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because they make them hard. I don't know. It's it's good what we're seeing yeah and even if you think that oh well some these protests can get out of hand or whatever we haven't seen much hard violence opposed to like in the beginning of this as to now which shows you that the people that are protesting are only protesting because they want change yeah so people do when they protest it it's that there's other people in this country who are like Freedom of speech doesn't mean you get to have freedom. That means that I have the freedom of speech to walk up to you, like that lady here. Who, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I, but it's supposed to be so I can walk up to you, someone who's brown, and say, go back to your country when they're Native American. They're literally saying that they're Native American. And they're, I, like, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't. You're, that means you're from some other country. Go back to where, and she's like, well, where are, your, where are your ancestors from? You need to go back to where, and then she like pushes her, and then she slaps her in the face. I was like, good, that's what they need. Oh. And they get all, yeah, they get all, oh, oh. I guess, to end this on a, a positive note, um, my little sister and my nephew are in, are in Kansas right now. I think it's Celine, Kansas. They've been gone for a while, and I would say, you know, it's pretty nice not having a teenager and a kid around all the time because, you know, I don't know if you know something, but they can be kind of annoying and let uh, me and my sister watching, like, what do we watch? Watch, like, The Hustler, which i never seen. It's pretty good. Um, we watched The Lighthouse again. Watch something else. I can't remember. But, you know, you got you to gotta find those little lights at the end of the tunnel to get you through. Not saying I hate them. Just saying the brick's pretty nice. So, yeah. Don't forget, guys, that black lives still matter. Mm -hmm. That this defund police thing goes way deeper than you think it does. Do some research. Look at places that you're from. Look at your your city or your town or, or your state's budgets. Take a look at it and and just tell me if if it doesn't seem like unproportional at all. Yeah. And just say like, hmm, hmm, maybe maybe they have a, uh, some some idea what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Stop being complicit. Challenge yourself. Ch- challenge your view. If you ha- if you think if you think some of the things that are going on are opposing your views, why don't you just why don't you take a look at like the other side first before you. Revert back to yourself.
This is the fucking news. Hey, d- d- did you know that Ridley Scott had other ideas for the universe that is the alien universe? You don't say. Well, turns out uh, Ridley Scott said that he wants to get back into exploring the universe of alien again. So hopefully we would be getting something like a, a Prometheus. Um, but explaining like other aspects. So this is, this is a quote that he said recently. I still think there's a lot of mileage in alien, but I think you'll have to now re evolve. What I always thought when I was making it the first one, why would a creature like this be made? And why was it traveling in what I always thought was a kind of Warcraft, which was carrying a cargo of these eggs. What was the purpose of the vehicle? What was the purpose of the eggs? That's the thing to the question. Who, why, and for what purpose is the next idea, I think. Basically, kind of fleshing out even more. Um, I think he kind of wants to reboot the idea of, like, Prometheus. Not not fully overwrite it, but kind of what he should have done with to Prometheus and give it a proper, like, sequel. Like, flesh things out further in between Prometheus and, what was the Covenant? And kind of explore more of that idea of like, yeah, like he said, like, where where is this Warcraft going? Why are why are there eggs? So with Prometheus, it was people on Earth <clears throat> found all this ancient cave drawings and whatever, and mm. it got to a point where it's like, hey, this has to mean something, whatever. They went there, right? And then obviously Prometheus. If you've seen the movie, then you get it. But at the end, they were like, hey, let's go to their home world. But we were told that that planet wasn't a home world, which we don't really. I don't remember in Covenant if they explain why David stopped there. Uh, I don't know. I saw the movie just once. Essentially, we were already told that this wasn't a home world, that this was just another planet, which makes sense for beings that can create life and go to planet earth and create these human beings or whatever. So them having another, another one planet of all these other beings of, you know, similar beings, or if not the same, whatever there's, cause there's that, you know, there's that talk of like, are they the same? Are they just in their likeness? Kind of like earth, whatever, but they don't really explain too much why they went there as opposed to, I think actually maybe that was, it was like a church planet. I don't know. Either way. Mm. Um, so we know that there was uh, an actual engineer's planet. And I think they had like rough drawings of what it would look like, which if I remember correctly, if I'm not getting mistake, mistaken with uh, the comic books or not, but I do remember it being mm-hmm. kind of badass. So I wonder if they're going to move to that point because the end of Covenant they're insinuating that David is going back to Earth, right? Yeah. So then he would have to have a completely different story on how we would get outside of that timeline, correct? Because what Covenant did was connected Prometheus to Alien. Yeah. Even though it was supposed to go on its complete different timeline. So I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a second ship that comes. I don't know. I just what I think they should just do is just be like Alien Covenant doesn't count anymore and just give us a proper sequel to Prometheus. I don't know really how they could go about this or what he has in mind or if you know what he can what he considers canonical or whatever. Mm. But I will say that from someone who had this idea years ago, tried to bring it to us before and then we loved it, I'm gonna assume that Whatever he comes up with next, I'm going to be like, yep, that's it. Yeah. That's, this is what I wanted. I mean, this is what we did after we saw Prometheus anyways. We just yeah. sat here and we're like, oh, he could do this, he could do that, he could do this. And we had a whole thing and then nerds ruined it. Oh, yeah. Like they always do. They ruin everything. It'd be interesting to see where he takes it from. Um, but either way, I'm stoked. So just to show you like how... These times are a changing for the the better. Recently, HBO Max decided to t- remove Gone with the Wind from their library. 
Um, it does say that it will return with like a disclaimer, but for now it's been um, removed. But uh, honestly, like Gone with the Wind, it, like as a production, looks amazing. Like it looks pretty good, right? The when you when you learn like the the amount of like uh, like people they have for the, like the one shot where they they pull out and like they have all these like extras. It's crazy. It's crazy that they did that. Other than that, this movie should probably be in the trash bin of history because it's literally glorifying the South. It's that lost cause mentality. It's like, oh, the slave, look at the slaves were treated so good. Like, they didn't even want to leave when it was oh, it was all those Yankees. They wanted to control the South. And we, we just were defending ourselves. And it's like... I, honestly, it's not even that great of, like, of a love story. Everyone always is like, oh, it's such a good love story. And it's like... No, it's not. Like, this one guy, like, loves this woman so much, but she doesn't love him. And then at the very end, she's like, oh, my God, he's loved me the whole time. And he's like, ah, honestly, bitch, I don't give a shit. And he leaves. But I'm kind of glad that, like, they, they're taking this one down. Because it's, like, the same thing with um with Song of the South, right? It's, like, the, the reason why Disney doesn't put it up is because it's, like, look it. We were super racist. Are we still super racist? No, not anymore. And they're like, we're never putting this up because this is a, this is a horrible. Like it show it glorifies the South, and I'm like, good. And if they're bringing it back with a disclaimer, it's like they, they should have let more than just a disclaimer. They should have like a whole like what you should do is you have like a bunch of different like artists and and actors and like you know what I mean people like activists like a mini documentary yeah activists come on and be like. This is why this story doesn't work anymore. Another good thing, did you see that, if, as, oh, if we're going to stay on the topic of things that are getting canceled because of the political climate, um, did you see that after, what, 30-something seasons, Cops is finally ending, and it's like, all right. Like, that was still on? I know, that's what I said. But Live PD also is getting, uh, got canceled. Yeah. But I think that's because they, like, murdered someone. Yeah, that, that. Is like that's kind of messed up. They they literally deleted the footage um, from that so that they don't have to like so they wouldn't get in trouble. Entertainment is a part of our culture. Yeah. So if our culture is radically changing, why wouldn't our entertainment? Exactly. Right. And we've talked about this before with like having a fine line between like having something there and visible, but also having context with it. And that's exactly it. Having a movie like Gone with the Wind, which no matter how much we want to bury that movie, at least until all the old people die away and film Twitter takes over of actual critics, <laughs> uh, it's always going to be there because of like how big it was and how big it I guess, continues to be. But yeah, it's like uh, I tried watching it before and it's like it's a it's a really old movie, which sucks. All the acting's kind of shitty, so I was like, ah, I don't, I don't. This movie's not for me. And I know you're saying, like, oh, you just hate old movies. It's like, no, that's not true. I watched some like it's hot, and I think that movie's fucking great. That movie's hilarious. <clears throat> so I don't know. I, I think that stuff like this makes sense, right? Uh, having time where people can sit and say, like, hey, this is kind of like cinema history. You want to watch it? Cool. But then, yeah, there's a disclaimer of like. Maybe it could be a documentary before, a documentary after of like, hey, what you watch, you know, was pretty big at the time. But let's go through of like why this is problematic now and why it became problematic, you know, soon after or something. Uh, I don't know. Anything really works of like, hey, this movie is kind of shitty and racist. Watch at your own risk. Yeah. So and the cop thing like. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I honestly did. Like I said, I didn't know it was still on. Yeah. The the PD live thingy was fucking stupid. They they should literally all get sued mm-hmm. for that shit. They, they um, really should. And yeah, I mean, you know, we don't need prop propaganda anymore. Mm-mm. So this is in the nineties. Yeah. So I don't know. It's maybe that's why Bad Boys didn't do that well. Maybe. So I don't know, but I'm I'm happy this stuff is occurring. And this is going to obviously we already know. I think we I think we were thinking about maybe this could happen. But I think now we know that this is going to have a ripple effect. So, 
yeah, now you're going to get those Disney cartoons that, oh, man, you loved when you were a kid, but now you're going to be like, hey, so this is, like, kind of racist. Um, just remember that. Or maybe, like, during the film, it like, maybe you have, like, Paul Mooney come up and be like, hey, what well, you're about to watch is super fucking racist. You better not laugh. And then, yeah. then he pops down, and then you see, like, the racist birds or whatever. Yeah. Honestly, like, uh, yeah, it's good. And then, like, them taking off cops and live PD, great, because it's like, you want to watch these people, like, not only humiliated, but, like, also, like, they literally target, like, the, like, People who can't like yeah poor defend people them. yeah that's what we love it down we get to laugh at the poor people yeah uh, uh, an old white man once said times they are changing mm. <clears throat> but nothing really changed that much until now yeah so instead of black yeah. people are changing it yeah so instead of watching that go watch the <laughs> help which no don't don't go watch the help go watch something like. When they see us, or I'm not your Negro, or you, you know, it's a um, if Beale Street could talk, or watch Miracle Workers, oh, has yeah. nothing to do with anything like that. It's just it's a good movie. It's a good TV show. Yeah. So, watch anything other than cops. Literally, or and, or and Gone with the Wind. And Gone with the Wind. Number, please. Hello? Can you please read? Large object holding over my land. Like a This is WOTW Radio in Cayuga, New Mexico, and this is the news for the hour. Uh, what would you like to tell us about yourself? I don't know. Well, aren't you like some big science girl? Tell me about science. It's Faye, and the sound came through the board and interrupted your radio show. What's going on, Everett? 718 here at WOTW. We got a sound we'd like to play that seems to be bouncing around the valley tonight. Yes, I have a story that might be helpful. I can tell you what's going on sound we heard out in the desert. It was coming from thousands of feet higher than anything could fly. They've come here before. They've liked this place. They always have. It is 7.45 p.m. and we may have something that'll need some control. What? We voted from Colt Canyon. Who's that? It's Everett. Stop smiling. What's he doing here? He's helping me. Stop smiling. Get in. It's outside of town. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, come on. Something's up there now. There's something talking. And they don't stay for long. Hey. Everett, take the wheel! What's going on? There's something in the sky. The Vast of Night is a 2019 American science fiction film directed by Andrew Patterson. The film starts with a story framed as an episode of Paradox Theater, a Twilight Zone-style anthology television series. In small-town 1950s Cayuga, New Mexico, radio DJ Everett, played by Jake Horowitz, meets up with switchboard operator Faye, played by Sierra McCormick, at the local high school basketball game, where the whole town has turned out to watch. After a while, the pair walk down the empty town to their respective jobs, Everett the radio station and Faye to the operator's booth. Faye turns the radio on and listens to Everett's show. At the switchboard, a strange noise comes through the line. A call comes from a woman, partially being distorted by the same sound, says that she has seen something flying over her house. As the radio show plays on, the strange sound starts coming in. Faye calls up Everett and tells him about the sound. He listens back and asks Faye to patch through the sound on the switchboard. Everett 
decides to put the sound onto the radio show, asks the people listening if they have ever heard the sound. After a few minutes, a call comes through from a man claiming to have heard the sound before. The man explains that he had only heard the sound once before, and that was during the incident. That happened in New Mexico years prior to this. Years later, his friend had told him that he had not only heard the sound as well, but he'd recorded the sound. And he sent out a tape to everyone who had been there at the site. Everett asks if he ever listened to the tape. The man says no. As soon as he got it, he burned it. He never wanted to hear that sound again. And Everett asks, why did he just only speak up now? And the man explains that, well, no one would really believe him as he is black. And the reason why they, they hired him and a, a bunch of other people of color as part of the incident was because no respectable white person would believe them. The man explains that there is a man who lives in Cayuga who should have the recording. He says the man's name. Faye says that that man has died. And all of his recordings were donated to the library. Ever ends a call with the man, and Faye goes to the library and finds the recording. She brings it back to Everett, and it's the exact same sound that's coming through the switchboard. A woman calls in, explaining that she thinks she understands what the sound is. Faye and Everett go out to the lady's house. The woman explains that when her son was little, that her son had an episode, and in order to calm him down, she said the same words that he would say when he was in a trance, and he acted as if nothing happened. Years later, he saw something flying above their house. He went outside, and he never returned. Without saying it, she thinks it's aliens. Everett is a little discouraged. He goes back to the radio, but as they are going, Faye realizes that no one is at home watching her little sister. So she rushes to the house, picks up her younger sister. As Everett chases her down, another couple who says that they've seen something flying over the town. The couple, Everett and Faye, all go out to where the couple say that the object was flying around. As they're driving, they listen to the tape recording over. And they listen to the part about the where the woman is explaining about her son. And Faye gets freaked out jumps out of the car with her sister and runs into the woods. Everett goes after her. As they're running, there's a clearing in the woods. Everett sees indentions on the ground. As they look up, they see a hole in the trees, as if something had pushed its way through. They walk further out into a clearing. That's where they see a large, dish-shaped object just hovering above the trees. Another craft comes by, light, a light shines down, and all three of them disappear. The only thing that's left on the ground is the tape recorder. The Vast of Night. A movie about small town America in the 50s? Yeah. That doesn't show any racism. Strange. So you know this movie's fake. It's no, un- they, they talk real. about... The Indians. They talk about it. Now, um, Dom, mm-hmm. this movie just came out. Well, yeah. just released, I guess. Yeah. What did you think about it? Well, when I had heard about this and I was like, well, it's like a 50s send up to like sci-fi films from back then. I was like, uh, okay, well, I, I don't know. It could be like tongue in cheek and like kind of like, oh, it's kind of making fun of it. But then I... I, I was like, okay, well, let, let's watch it. And honestly, you know what? It's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, I think that, like, having it set in, like, New Mexico in the 50s, it's, like, the idea of, like, the like the strange things going on with, like, the lights, like, going on and off. And then, like, even the simplicity of just, like, hearing the sound, it's kind of like, ooh, that's pretty good. And, like, you don't really see anything until, like, because throughout the movie, you kind of hear, like, from other people, like, oh, I, I saw something flying over the town. Or, like, the like the, the couple, like, they're like, yeah, we saw it, like, flying over here. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, it's flying over there. And you're, you're kind of wondering, like, is it aliens? Like, could it be? Because it's like, it, 
on, in all honesty, like the the whole like sound thing, like just from the sound, it's like it could have, like you could have not showed like the spaceships at all, and it could have been like a, what was it? The Russians. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it could have been like what, but I do like that it, it turns out it was aliens. I like that it's, <sighs> I like that it's like simple. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a very simple story. It's not like too overly complex. Like honestly. It's just it's it's a pretty good like like for, for like a first time director and like first time like first like do like this is your first time film like perfect like that's how you make like a a good like I mean yeah it's it's still kind of open with like the, the whole town being there but at the same time it's kind of like um Ten Cloverfield Lane where it's like it's like the simple sort where it's like like this one location but it's like the town is the one location. But because everyone, like, because they, they explain that everyone's at the basketball game, it's like they're, they're just by themselves for everything. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Honestly, I really like this movie. But I will say, if you just forgive the first 25 minutes, you'll get into a really good story. And I get it. You're setting up the town. You're setting up the people. Setting up the situation. But I will say, after a while, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that that to me, too. I hate when they try and introduce a character who talks a lot by having him talk a shit ton at first. Like, that's... Like, I get it. I get that's how his character is. But, like, you could save it till later, like, that we see yeah, him. Like, really, like, that's the real fault of this movie is, like, the beginning part of the yeah. film or the first half of the film, if you will. Because it is, it's it's very just like, hey, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing this, yeah, hey, we're doing this, and you're getting very little for for like character development, other than the fact that oh, he's a fast time smooth talker, and yeah. you know she's kind of like not that. <laughs> I don't know. Other than that, though, once it starts getting into the actual story. I, I really liked it. I like that. Yeah, it's it's different in the way that it, it felt very TV show linear almost, where you're 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 getting to that point, you know, there 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 there. But in a in like a a major motion picture, if you will. Which though I will say because it's framed like it's supposed to be, like uh like the Paradox Theater, like it's basically Twilight Zone. I think that's why it works really well is because yeah. I could easily see this as like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, but like times another hour. Yeah. Um, no, but like that did work for it because as intriguing as it could get sometimes, that kind of played towards like, yeah, what is this? And honestly, like I was from the beginning, I was like, this is kind of boring. Do I really want to watch this? Uh, I'll just see what happens. To the end, like it's it's a it's a giant leap. But I'm okay with slower moving movies. I've said this in the past. So it's not that big of a deal for me, but I feel like a lot of people get turned off or actually turn this movie off within the first like 10, 15 minutes. But I'm telling you, just once you get past all that and you start getting the middle towards the end, like it gets better. And I will say that the ending is a perfect payoff because as, as someone who's very intrigued and interested, but also terrified of UFOs and aliens, that ending was so cool. Mm. Uh, the, the first time they actually see the UFO in the distance was like pulled out of my nightmares <laughs> where you see it, it's obviously there, but it's still hiding in the dark a little bit. But obviously you can make part of it out, but it's still not all the way there. And it's far away, but you can still mm. you can still eye it. That was, that was fucking terrifying at first. I, I know it sounds crazy. It's not that really scary movie, but just the way that that, that, that was, was like, fuck, that's crazy. But also, I think what was really cool was at the end how they showed this even bigger UFO, this mothership and all this stuff. And you see, like, the beauty and the wonder of it, right? Like, imagine being these people, 
imagine being these people not knowing or never knowing the technology we have today, never knowing how we could play video games that could show you that exact thing or whatever, right? They didn't grow up with that, but yet they're seeing this like unbelievable thing hovering above them. And I mean, we talked about like how the ending is. Did they get abducted or were they annihilated? Because you could easily interpret it that because the, the way that the ground is shown, because it could easily be just like, is that just like the dirt that the tape recorder falls into or is that like ashes? But I like that it doesn't like tell you. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that they got abducted, right? Yeah, was that probably. That's that's more of like. Going, that's probably where what they were yeah, going for. Going for what they're going for. It's what happened. Especially with the story about the, the, one, the, the one kid where. He just went outside and then was gone. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe they did incinerate them. And they were like, hey, we don't like you guys. Yeah, we're from 2020, and um, you're the reason why uh, everything's you're bad. You're canceled. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Sierra McCormick does a really good job yeah, in this. I, I, I thought she was really good in this. Um, she was in the VFW before this. So, two movies in a row. I'm going to say that. That's probably a good sign. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, like I said, the beginning part of the movie isn't the best. It's kind of boring. It's a little corny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of boring. It's setting up for like a, oh, what are we going to get now? But once you get past that, it actually gets really cool. Yeah. Uh, hearing like and, and for anyone who's been interested in UFOs or whatever, it follows that same suit of like, I- of like, oh, there's this this thing in the desert, and they have to go and blah blah blah. Yeah, and I love that they did use the whole racing, you know. About, yeah. Oh yeah, there's only like black and brown people doing this, and oh, you know. Oh, the you white mean like officers. always? Yeah, blah blah blah. And, you know what I mean? So, honestly, like, I thought that was really cool. I thought the fact that that you know they brought up the whole like someone being super entrapped in this. This idea of like what was the sound where he like lost his basically lost his life to it, I guess you could say. And it's a small mystery, if you will, but it's an intriguing one. It's a it's a pretty fun one. Mm. And I, I will say that that ending I think totally pays off the movie. Yeah. So if you like pina coladas and listening to weird static then you might like this movie. Okay. Or if you're just into aliens. Oh, like okay, movie. yeah. I think if you really are interested in stuff like uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Or or if and, you like if you like the idea of like like uh like an unsolved mysteries where they kinda like, hey, so like in the Rendlesham Fort, like they like they kinda go through like everything beat by beat where it's like this is the point of view of like these kids and like, hey, like at this time they were seeing this over the, over the town. But like they heard the sound at the same time. That's kind of what it kind of felt like to me. Was like a mix between those, like uh, Twilight Zone episode and like a Unsolved Mysteries, where it's like, ooh, like what really happened, like to these people, like because like were... if you're watching the dramatic, um, re, uh, yeah, what do like you call a reenact- it? Yeah, reenacting, yeah, but. Just that, <laughs> yeah. Just, just the, yeah. The reenactment, not the them sitting there with the context of like this is what they really look like. Yeah, I could see that, but I mean that's good. But it's like, good, yeah. It's not, it's not like good. a bad. That's yeah. not going against like a bad against it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say this was one of the coolest alien movies ever exist no. or anything like that. But it. It's a good like for like a first time director like like small budget like um, sci fi film. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen a. I honestly have seen a lot worse. Like, yeah, really, I've yeah. seen a lot worse, and I've seen a little bit better. But mm-hmm. for what we got, honestly, I really liked it. I think that to me, really, that ending did pay off. It was exactly what I wanted with the ending, and even if the first. Like, 35 minutes of the movie are, like, super boring and slow. That's fine, because it just kind of makes you love the rest of the movie later. 
So yeah, if you're, I mean, honestly, if you have Amazon, if you have Amazon Prime, and you want to watch something kind of alien esque, uh, I would say watch this. It's good. Acting's fair. Like I said, what's her name? Sarah. Sierra McCormick. Sierra McCormick. She's good in this. She's good in VFW. If you haven't seen that, it's old people's wet dream. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I really like this movie. I thought it was good. Uh, would watch again, maybe. Maybe speed up a little bit. Maybe start it off halfway. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, back to art. So just recently, AT&T has done what I think some people said that they would never do. Like, why would a, a internet company... That has you basically you've killed net neutrality and you decide and you're like they they'll be able to run it themselves. See, they won't strangle your um, data. So it turns out that um, AT and T will not count the data its subscriber used to stream HBO Max towards their data caps, right? But it will count other platforms like Netflix and Disney Plus, which is the exact opposite of what the FCC repealed net neutrality in 2017. Um, obviously, this shows that, like, that this is what they do, right? This is what what everyone has has told. What was that? What's the Pajai? Um, no, what's that guy's name? Whatever his name is, the guy who has the FCC right now, basically... It's what Trump does where he, he decides to put in, like, the person who's the exact opposite of, like, that role. You put, I think his name is Ajit Pai or something or whatever. This guy who's all, who worked for, what did, where did he work for, Sprint or something? He worked for, he literally worked for those these companies. And he's like, oh, no. See, if we give them free reign, they're not going to do this. Net neutrality is strangling them. Because see, if you regulate them, they're gonna they they're that's not freedom. And it's like yeah, but it stops them from doing this because because it's like yeah, like the, the same thing is like what if what if Apple decides yeah any any Apple Plus TV show you want you can watch it anytime, but if you watch HBO or you watch um, Netflix or Hulu, we're like that's gonna that's gonna. Cause that, cause then it's like, well, that means, oh, that means you have to buy an, an iPhone to, in order to not have to pay as much. That's yeah. what that see, cause it leads to so many stupid things. It leads to it leads you down so many dumb. Pro- but that's what um, net neutrality was there for, and that's what we've been saying for the last what three years, like why you sh- we should not have got rid of net neutrality, and it's like, obviously now we're seeing the payoff to that is that. AT&T, which is basically almost a monopoly, gets to dictate like, oh, okay, well, if you if you have DirecTV and um, HBO and your partner with the partner with HBO, if you have all this stuff, you get it for free. But that means that if you watch Netflix, that means not only they're going to slow down the um, internet speeds, but they're going to charge they'll charge you more for it. Yeah, see, it's it's one thing. When a company like uh, Verizon says, like, hey, go ahead and watch Disney Plus on us. All you need is your Verizon account. Or I guess technically it was like you need an unlimited yeah. Verizon or whatever. But either way, that's that's one thing, right? But then pushing it of like, oh, but hey, but if you're also streaming a Netflix, then yeah, we're going to have to throttle. You can only stream at like uh, 480p. Sorry. But uh, Hulu works perfect for full or full HD. And what I think is also ridiculous is it's like it's this idea that we're still living in like 2010 when no one streamed, and it's like it's literally 2020. We're in a pandemic where new content is only available like streaming. So it's like you're you're like our only resource to watch new content. Mm-hmm. Is being throttled because you want more money, and yeah, you get it. And it's just it's so ridiculous that it's like this is why not only do we need to fight for change on like 
like racial issues, but it's like things that like like this where it's like Well, we talked about how this could trickle down to like economical things. Yeah. Which should be because that was something that was I was kinda of shocked no one really talked about. Like if it was only a few years ago where I think it was Sprint or AT and T or it could be a it honestly could be a lot of them. But a lot of them were like, hey, you know, like you can watch all this stuff for free. Like doesn't go against your data. But one thing it was like, but you can only stream at 480p. But the thing was, it was like, but it's not like phones are outdated. All phones are almost at, almost all phones are like at 1080p now. Their yeah. phones are literally at 8K right now. Yeah. And so it's like, how come people aren't talking about that? You're just accepting that for what it is. They they easily could invest more money like they tell us they do in this infrastructure and give us the ability to stream full HD for this the same type of thing. Oh, you got oh, you want to stream Netflix for free on our service? Yeah, that's no problem. Full HD. But instead they throttle it just because. And that they've always done that stuff. And we've talked about this prior to where they literally have a monopoly on the internet system in America and we just accept it. And it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's so irritating. And some people just, and I think it's because some people are, are allotted to get like fairly fast internet. So they're fine. Yeah. But once you step out of the country and realize like, Oh, you know how you make fun of this country for being like lesser than, or maybe they're not at, you know, Oh, they're not America. But it's like, how come they have a better, like, internet infrastructure than we do? Oh, they make fun of our speeds. Like, oh, you get one gigabyte? Wow. Yeah, and it's like... And they get away with it. Yeah, and then they, then they can offer, like, well, we can take those caps off if you if you pay for... um If you upgrade to the Unlimited Plus, plus, that means that we, we, we take off all caps... Unless it's this and this, and that. like they can see, like it leads to like so many different things, and it's like I think this is like part of like problem, like this is problems with like like so many different things. It's like that. It's like they're thinking about things like ten, twenty years ago, but it's like you should be thinking about things in the future. Like we're going to be streaming things even more, like. I mean, look at streaming from 2015 to, 2000, uh, to to now, right? In five years, look at how much it's changed. From 2015, I think that's when people were still scoffing at, like, a Netflix movie. <laughs> that can't be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. To where it's like the Academy literally has amended their rules because they're like, we have to allow streaming now, at least for right now. And, yeah, it's just like... This is like, it's just, to me, the whole idea of net neutrality and that we still think like this and like that, and the, that the entertainment, like that, like studios and like these businesses don't try and like prevent that. Like, because it's kind of like a mutually assured destruction because if one does it, then another one's going to do it. And then another one's going to do it. And then you're going to have like one service that offers unlimited Disney plus, but this one offers unlimited HBO, but they, they cap off on these and then they like strangle services. But this one doesn't strangle as much as Netflix for, for this one. If you buy the package on that one, you know what I mean? It's going to be so, it would be so chaotic that it's like, why don't you just even the playing field and everyone it's net neutrality. Are you saying you want, you want the customer to get the best? No, that's not how it works. See, we offer the best, and you pay the most. Oh my god! Yeah, you can't. It can't be like Japan where it's super cheap to get fast internet, and it's all about who provides the best service and thing. And that's how you you get people to be like, "Oh yeah, I'll go with your phone company because you know you guys are the best." No, no, no. It's all about making money. That's how you know you're the best. Mm. See, the more money they pay, the oh. better it is. Duh, oh, duh, dumb. Okay. That's duh. right. And that, yeah, that pisses me off too. Is that it's like we ha like literally me here. I have to be stuck with the internet that we have mm. because of the phone companies are like, oh yeah, no, we're in agreement that we're not coming here. They have. 
they the uh, I forgot what our internet our phone service is, but they only service the reservation. We we're not we're not allowed to go out there, even though I could get like wireless internet from the service companies, and it's fine. Yeah, it's weird. It's like super weird. But at then you're paying a premium. Oh well, yeah, but you know you got to pay four times the amount, and it's like ridiculous and maybe that's why i think maybe i'm more upset about it because i actually can feel it it's not like you and you're like if you're in this town and the town over it may not be that big of a difference so it may not seem like that big of a deal oh well you're with so-and-so oh that blah blah blah. they might that man that might not be like whatever but after like seeing this shit firsthand and then like Watching people talk about their internet services, and I think I told you I watched that like documentary talking about how like basically how the phone companies fucked over America by like oh we'll pay for it if you just let us do whatever we want. And the government's like yeah. yeah, I don't fucking care. What what's the worst that could happen? It's like oh they make billions of dollars. Oh, it's because we live in a capitalist society, and that—that's—it's literally built in that you need to try and take advantage as much as you can. Yeah, that dumb. The thing that always works. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I I personally have a huge problem with this. Yeah. And I've been well, I've been talking about this for a long time, even before net neutrality, mm-hmm. before any of this stuff has been brought up. Yeah. It's always bugged me. It's like, how do you guys? How do you guys not see what's going on? Like, I think. Now it's starting to get to that point where people are starting, like I said, with with everything in this country going on, people are starting to understand more of like, hey, wait, maybe this doesn't make sense. And it's like, yeah, are you kidding me? Like, do you not understand that when you talk about phone companies, sometimes like three different phone companies can use one like tower, but yet somehow they sell you like, Oh, well, we're the most trusted, so you have to pay us more. And it's like, then why are you letting those companies use your tower and it's taking from our service? Oh, but you don't want... Oh, but you have to make more money, right? Oh, okay. Oh, so it's just you... It's the company making more money. Mm. We have to just suffer for it. Yeah. Duh. It's kind of like... um, reminds me of cable, where it's like... Swatch. You, you could get all these channels, but you got to pay this much more for them. Honestly, I, I think that this shit is stupid. And as much as, like, I enjoy, you know, the idea of getting, like, Disney Plus for free just because I'm on Verizon, that's cool and everything. But when you start to break this down, it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess it's still, like, kind of fucked up either way you want to see it. So I think that hopefully, you know, we're starting to actually see some change in this country that this, like we said, this does trickle down to uh, uh, the the economy, too, where mm. we start to defund businesses that are going against our values. And, you know, we're not putting up with a company doing this anymore or, you know, we're starting to look at this. And obviously, like there's. There's a lot of things that have to fall in the place of, like, the government and doing this and that. But, like I said, and like we said earlier, and, like, we're going to keep saying that, hopefully there's going to be change and hopefully it's going to be soon. Because this shit is ridiculous. And, it, honestly, if it does go left, you know, without anyone checking on it, it's could get it's honestly could get worse. Like you said, mutual, mutually assured destruction. I don't know. Whatever. Um, as much as we can bitch and complain about this, instead we'll say thank you for listening. Thank we you. Appreciate guys. it. Yes. If you want to go ahead and follow us on any of our in any of your streaming services, uh, please do so. We're also on YouTube. Link is in the description of the show. Uh, you can go ahead and follow us on our social. That's intb underscore podcast for Instagram and Twitter. You can email us directly at intb podcast at gmail.com you could talk to us about anything we've talked about you want to talk about the the protesting you want to talk about you know black rights you want to talk about uh 
<clears throat> this net neutrality. You want yeah. to talk about? Did you see the vast tonight? I'm pretty sure you didn't. <laughs> Uh, do you like UFOs? Yeah. Or just a- anything that you, you guys want to talk to us about. Like, we're open to talk about anything. Yeah, especially right now, where yeah. I feel like sometimes you get into this climate of the internet and what's going on, and I feel like sometimes people feel trapped or, you know, they don't want to yeah. do this. And it's like, yeah, as much as we're going to advocate for Black Lives Matter and as much as we're we're 100% of that... We'll still talk shit about James Cameron. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You can talk to us about it. We're yeah. always down to talk shit about James Cameron. Yeah, constantly. So, yeah, hit us up on anything. You could DM us. You could tag us. Yeah. You could not like post I, on anything. I don't have a life. I'm not just sitting there uh, alone and yeah, by myself dark. and waiting for someone to talk to me, like, on my bed like this, twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> just staring at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're fine. It's fine. We're fine. We're totally fine. But I guess until you guys do that, or at least until next week. Yeah. Just remember, as always. It is not that bad. It's not. <laughs>